All right, Michael the Wildlife Detective here with the Wildlife Podcast. I'm here in Grand Isle with um, the amazing and great Ronnie Sampe uh, yeah, right. with the president of the Garden Club. And um, we're, we're going to talk about some, some uh, terrible things and some great things. Um, you can't have one without the other. So yeah, Ronnie, tell me, tell me a little bit about yourself. About myself. Born 1942, been around ever since. Nice. And Grand Isle has been one of the favorite places in my life. So I decided to retire here uh, about 20 years ago. And it was a good place for me to be. I was running a company at the time and Grand Isle was an ideal home base. Mm. I've been retired now five years. All right. So I'd, I'd say it's safe to say you've seen quite a bit down here. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so you were showing me around the island and we were seeing some of the devastation. The beach side of the island uh, was hit by this tidal surge that came through and the tidal surge was so great and had such force <laughs> that it actually lifted up the foundations of the buildings that were along the beach to the point where even the slabs were gone. And it's hard to describe. And if you don't look at it and see it like you and I did, it's hard to believe, but that's what happened to Grand Isle. And because of it, we lost about 30% of our population uh, that moved off of the island and has yet to come back. And that's one of our concerns. We're trying to get the native Grand Isle resident people back on the island. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the goal that the uh, Garden Club has put together. And we're now known as the Grand Isle Garden Club and Recovery Group. Right, because you do a lot more than just, um, you know, tending to the the plants out here which is a huge part of what you do and a very important part. But, I mean, tell us a little bit about the auxiliary. Uh, myself and Elsie and several of the Garden Club people uh, started helping the uh, residents of Grand Isle after the hurricane. And we were back on the island uh, about 10 days after the hurricane. And we stayed here for about four months without electricity and water. Mm. So we had to improvise and we put in a water tank and of course the generator for the electricity. So we were able to use Grand Isle as a home base. And we we brought in supplies from Homa and Thibodeau and we solicited uh, Lowe's in Homa and they gave us a 50% discount on what we bought over there for one month. Wow. So needless to say, with the donations that were given to the Grand Isle Garden Club, we hauled in supplies and food for 11 weeks. And in 11 weeks, we furnished 68 government trailers. Uh, We supplied a food bank. We brought in wheelbarrows, shovels, rakes, and anything that we could bring that would help people clean their properties up and try to get back into their homes. 
Right. And today, Grand Isle is beginning to recover, but very slowly. And we still have uh, a large number of residents that have no home. They're living in a small government trailer and they're trying to gather together the resources so that they can rebuild their homes. But it's not happening very quickly. So let's move to a happier subject. Good. good. Let's, let's move to a happier subject. Um, so you guys came in, you brought in this stuff. I mean, you, you did everything from leveraging um, political activation to get stuff in um, to just, yeah, I mean, using your own truck. I mean, we talked about it. It's amazing what uh, one person could do with a with one truck. One truck. When they when they got the mind to do it, um, and um, something that's very big to me is um, that kind of village life, that hyper localized um, act, activism, where where um, just a small group of people can't count on you know the powers that be. To solve all the problems, so it's up to the to the locals and the community to pull together, and um, it looks like you did a lot of that. Um, and uh, so, tell us about um, why Grand Isle is so important. Grand Isle is the only inhabited barrier island in the state of Louisiana, and it's the barrier for. Uh, the great marshes that are between Grand Isle and New Orleans. If something happens to Grand Isle and it goes away, uh, New Orleans and all of those little towns and cities around New Orleans are in danger. Right. Because this is the front line. Mm -hmm. We're the first one to get it, and uh, it protects a lot of the... Uh, cities and the towns around here and you were showing me because you know uh root systems are so important for um you know islands in general because as we know sand isn't the most compact uh no. medium soil and uh can blow away pretty easy well as you saw when we went to that uh crossing to go to the beach mm -hmm. uh the uh, levee that protects grand isle is covered with uh, sunflowers mm-hmm and, beautiful and it's it's a plant that's keeping the soil together on the beach because everything is sand over there and i don't know where the nutrition comes from but you saw the sunflower plants yeah who are huge huge taller than me and and the, yeah. the fields of them are full mm -hmm. and and it helps protect uh the levees and and the beaches on the island so it, it's important for us to kind of keep those things going and yeah. try to keep it together and then more inward we went into the island um actual oak trees we were in the process of beginning a program which is going to start up in a couple of weeks we're going to replace all of the trees that were damaged take them out mm -hmm. and replace at the same spot another oak tree Mm -hmm. So we have a grant that's coming in, and we'll be able to buy enough oak trees to pretty much replace all those that were damaged. Yeah. So we're looking at maybe a hundred or so. Wow. Wow. 
not a hundred oak trees I'm talking about that were damaged or now destroyed mm -hmm. are 100, 150 years old. So it's going to take quite a while for the five-foot oak trees that we're going to put in the ground to take its place. It's a gut-wrenching thing. Like, and even when you get to the mainland, you know, lots of large oak trees were taken out by Ida as well. As, and these things were three to four hundred years old, and right. I mean, when you when you think of something that's been growing for three to four hundred years old, and it's just gone in an instant, <laughs> that's that's tough. Um, it's, and it's also scary. It's also scary. It's scary. Yeah. Because if an oak tree can go, yeah, that's been here for three hundred years. Yeah. What's a building? What chances do buildings have? Yes. Exactly. And, we're just the garden club is on a mission we're just going to try to uh get grand isle to recover yeah because we as we said before we need grand isle grand isle is an important um defense against storm surge and tidal surge you know um the waves that come across the wind shear um everything that these hurricanes bring is lessened to a certain degree by having these barrier islands being healthy on top of just being a be keeping it going for tourism eco mm -hmm. ecotourism having people out here i know there's pros and cons to having people coming and going and you guys deal with that as well but um having people don't care about what they don't know they don't Correct. care about what they don't know one of the things that grand Isle uh really had a lot of was the uh, oyster industry yes. here. Uh, all of the oyster farms that we had and all of the wild oyster beds that we had were destroyed by this hurricane. Mm -hmm. Now there's a research laboratory here on Grand Isle that uh, propagates and hatches out mm -hmm. small oysters and we're starting our oyster farms up again but it's a different way of doing it before we had reefs and the oystermen would run over the reefs with their boats and have a dredge and pull the oysters up yep now everything is in containers and the containers float so one oysterman might have three or four hundred containers mm -hmm. each container may hold four or five hundred oysters uh, the shrimping around grand isle is world no. Mm -hmm. The United States gets about 60% of the shrimp in this country comes from Grand Isle. Wow. And it's because of our marsh. Mm -hmm. uh, and the shrimp hatchery is in the marsh, and then they migrate to the Gulf. Yep. So the boats are able to harvest them when they come out of the passes and things around Grand Isle and the catches are tremendous. Yeah. And since the hurricane, the shrimp in the industry have been catching more shrimp. Wow. And we don't know where they're coming from. <laughs> yeah. So 
a hurricane can be some things good, mm -hmm. <laughs> but a lot of things bad. I got you. No, it, um, and, and going to see the um, research center with the oysters and um, the oyster fishery, and the they also got fish that they're propagating over there. Yeah, I'm hoping that um, Research Wild will be able to uh, work work with them and and you guys and getting some students from all over the place out here to to spread the word. Right. That's what we want to do. We want to get people out here to spread the word and um, and care. Because if you like shrimp, if you like oysters, um, this place is important. And people need to be here Our and fisheries. have land. Our fisheries are important. Yes. And yeah. we need more people to come in mm -hmm. that does research and, and would help uh, this island community by more influence with uh, different wildlife right. that we have to produce mm -hmm. to be able to sustain the community and to be able to have a businesses operate off of Grand Isle. Yep. So Grand Isle is actually an open book. Yep. Uh, it's It's got its arms open for people to come here. Uh, it's got its arms open for people to help on the recovery. Mm -hmm. And a little at a time, we're getting Grand Isle to come back. But it's very, very slow. Yeah. But the importance of Grand Isle is for more than just this community. Yeah. And it, and it really does. I mean, we talk about oak, oak trees and we talk about... Um, these massive landscapes, um, they move on a time scale that's way beyond us. Like we are, we are finite. Um, but what I always say is plant the seed and the tree and the grass that grows, hopefully will be there long after, you know, we're gone. Right. And to spark that. But you see that expanse? Yeah. Looking over that water to the back of my it's house? Huge. It's huge. Yeah. And at one time it was land. Yeah. That's... Can you believe? Wow. That only about eight miles from here, mm -hmm. there were cattle farms, cattle ranches. Wow. And now it's, it's all water. All water. And that's, that's a testament to a lot of things that are happening, um, you know, climate-wise. Exactly. Globally. Um, yeah. The water... Yeah, seawater is rising. So dealing with that and working with that is so important now. But what, what I would love to say right here and right now is that Grand Isle is not a lost cause. It's not a reason to just say... I don't say, want to believe that it no, is. No, it's not. And that's why we need to keep putting those plants in the ground. Because uh -huh. anything you're going to plant, that root system is going to hold this soil together. Yeah. And as you can see, there's a lot of places where there's no grass. Mm -hmm. And if we don't get something going and another storm comes, you're going to have puddles or, or it's going to wash out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot to do and uh, a lot to get done. So in um, Research Wild, you know, we're, we're, um, we're gearing up for our first post-COVID post international internship program to Indonesia. And um, we're also finalizing the logistics for the New Orleans, the Mississippi Delta 
internship. And um, students are going to be able to come out here from anywhere in the world and uh, we'll be able to transport you from the airport straight to places like Grand Isle um, and all the logistics you don't have to worry about. We'll figure it all out. You'll be fed. You'll be sheltered. Uh, some amazing food on this island as well. We pride ourselves in doing those kind of things and yeah. our hospitality is outstanding. Yeah. So the people that are going to come over here are going to get attached. Mm -hmm. uh, Grand Isle seems to stick with people. Yeah. I mean, it, this is my first time out here, I have to say, and uh, it's already stuck with me. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's amazing. And that, that um, center out there is amazing. And the Nature Conservancy has some great um, nature walks that they're building and maintaining and um, some exciting school programs we're right. working on. Um, so yeah, it's, um, I would like to say it's looking up and it only looks down if you're looking down. So you gotta keep looking up. I don't wanna look back. No, and looking back, no. No looking back. Always forward. We, we're moving forward, and we're putting we're putting Grand Isle back together again. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it, as you can see, it's a unique little community. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's worth protecting, and it's worth saving. Um, you know, here into the future, right? Generations to come. The part that the Grand Isle Garden Club is playing is uh, the property that the town uh, let us have. We're going to try to put in a hot house and a shade house and start a program with the kids in school and let them be hands-on planting the acorns that we can pick up here on the island yeah. and getting them to grow and then later on putting those oak trees back in the system, back in with Grand Isle's older forest of oak trees. Mm -hmm. So it can have something that's going to keep on generating itself. But the most important thing is to get the kids to learn mm -hmm. and look at what happens with this, uh, an acorn when you put it in the ground. Right. And like I always say, if, you're, if your two feet are planted on this earth, you got skin in the game, yep. whether you like it or not. And I've been asked a lot, why are you doing this? And my answer to them is because I can. Exactly. <laughs> Let's start... Um, Closing this out, is there anything you'd like to say to the people? The people of Grand Isle knows that there's somebody backing them up and that they can depend on them. Uh, the Grand Isle Garden Club is just a small group, but they're amazing. And uh, we want the residents of Grand Isle to be encouraged and try to get their homes rebuilt and stay on the island so that we can have another generation mm -hmm. to keep this place secure. Yeah, and I think we're on the right track for that. I think we everything are. that you're doing and the Garden Club is doing, I mean, cool. uh, if they didn't have y'all, I mean, where would they be? So. I'm just a part of the team mm -hmm. that Grand Isle has. Mm -hmm. uh, we have the town council. We have a very active mayor. Yes. And we are 
working together. Yeah. And it's beginning to show that there's hope here on Grand Island. Right. And that was the most important thing for me mm-hmm. is to see that people are beginning to have hope. Yes. Now the hurricane has been over a year. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of families that still haven't gotten a home. Right. And we're coming up on that anniversary. And we're trying, we're, we're trying to get them to be active with us and we're trying to get them to rebuild their homes. Right. And that's some of the goals that we have set for ourselves. So if uh, a person wanted to help out, okay, give, where, where would they go? Who would they, who would they talk to? The Catholic Church has a program going on right now where they have people coming from all over the country to help rebuild. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's one good place to start. And what's the name of the Catholic Church? A Lady of the Isle. Okay. Catholic Church. And uh, Father Mark is our pastor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Catholic Charities is a big, big deal. Uh, for raising finances mm-hmm. and if people want to come in and help uh, they can go and talk to the pastor for the mark and okay. he most probably send them to me awesome yeah and then um, same thing um, with us uh, you can um, if you want to want to give we'll be setting something up um, through research wallet as well okay. and we'll, we'll start up a, a grand aisle um, program project well we are hoping yeah. that research wow becomes a part of our community yes not just a visit yeah and and not just sending uh, people down here for a short time mm-hmm. that we can have a home base here for research wow mm-hmm. and you've seen the opportunities yes and it's open it's open we're ready <laughs> we just need we need to get we need to get all the doers together that's all the it. doers together and that's get it. it done that's it all right well this is uh michael the wildlife detective um with the wildlife podcast with ronnie sampe and uh with the garden club of grand isle and uh signing off um Glad you guys are here to listen to us and hope you keep listening and uh, check out www.rwild.org, um, which is our, our uh, Research Wild website, our nonprofit, and you'll see all the great things that we're doing and what we want to do in the future. And uh, yeah, we'll do it together. <laughs> <laughs>